you are Locked On Mizzou, your daily podcast on the Missouri Tigers, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hail hey, you true sons and daughters, I'm John Miller, your Mizzou mafioso and central scrutinizer of Missouri Tigers football and basketball. And we got plenty to talk about. Missouri wins last night against the Georgia Bulldogs. Their first game of the SEC tournament, 73-270. And we got plenty to get to, including Conzo Martin's strategy at the end of that basketball game. Well, obviously it paid off, but was it really the right strategy? I want to talk about whether we should have fouled or not, the kind of offense that we ran down the stretch. But I want to start with the beginning of this basketball game and also remind you that this episode is brought to you by rockauto.com. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. Visit rockauto.com and tell them Locked On sent you. Now, Missouri got off to a fast start. They were up 12-6 to in the first four minutes of this basketball game thanks to, quite honestly, what looked like a really checked out Georgia squad at the beginning of this basketball game. I mean, some of their defensive possessions, some of their shot selections early in the game. I mean, it was basically a layup line the first couple minutes there. For Missouri, basically, Savir Wheeler was the only guy who was doing anything early in that basketball game. He looked like the only person who was truly engaged. And, well, over the next 10 minutes or so, Missouri and Georgia, quite honestly, would play some of the worst college basketball I've ever seen. Again, that next four-minute period, Missouri did not score, allows allows Georgia, who was playing, again, just terrible basketball, in my opinion, allows them to hang around. You know, they have some solid players, and Wheeler probably played the best game I've ever seen him play. He was really fun tonight. I'll give him that. I, I sort of made fun of him on Twitter when... The, the announcers were insisting that he was five foot ten. I'm not so sure that he's five foot ten. He doesn't look like it to me. But regardless, he had some really impressive finishes around the rim. But even better, just setting up guys for wide open threes on the opposite side of the floor. And quite honestly, I thought Missouri made a little bit of a mistake tactically by helping onto Wheeler on his drives a little bit too much. Now, early in the game, he threw a shot over his head, quite literally, over Jeremiah Tillman and made it. An incredible shot. He had another tough lefty finish a little bit later in the half. But overall, I think a guy that size who's that good of a distributor, you've got to make him finish in the paint. You absolutely have to. And I thought that was some something that Missouri should have stuck to Georgia's shooters a little bit more at times. So with the under four-minute timeout, it's 22-21 to 21 Georgia in a game that certainly was threatening to set back the sport of college basketball irreparably. And by the way, part of that, that run was Drew Smith probably missing the easiest shot of his career, maybe the easiest shot in the history of basketball, quite honestly. He pivots, two defenders just escape they just leave him wide open from about two feet he takes a leaner off the backboard from the left side and somehow puts a little bit too much mustard on it and misses it now obviously we can laugh about it now because Missouri ended up winning a close basketball game but obviously that could have been a big deal but 
you know, obviously a better offensive finish for both teams. Georgia ends up making the last six field goals, its last six field goals of the half. It looked like they were going to wind down the clock and take the last shot, but Kobe Brown gets a steal, has a two-on-one with Xavier Pinson, hits him in transition, and X nails the three. And honestly, that felt huge. Missouri... That they were down four, look like they may go down six or seven possibly at the end, but instead they flip it on them and take a go into the locker room with a one point deficit. Huge play by Kobe Brown. Obviously, great shot by Pinson, but really Kobe Brown was probably the MVP of the game last night for Missouri, right? He hit all but two of his shots, including a couple three pointers, just all over the court, just doing all the little things like Kobe Brown usually does. And, uh, you know, he's just played really good basketball here the last month or so. By the way, not only did Drew Drew Smith miss a shot somewhat embarrassingly from from point-blank range, well, he also took a huge shot to the face. Somebody hit him with a shoulder while, while going up in the air for a shot attempt. I mean, you can't get hit in the face much harder than that. But as we all know, Drew Smith is a tough guy. He checked his teeth and, well, they were all in place, it seemed. And he went on to have real another just typically solid Drew Smith basketball game. Playing good defense, good offense, the whole deal. Kind of what we've come to expect. You're almost shocked when he doesn't play well. And obviously he logged 38 minutes tonight. The guy's just an Iron Man. What an impressive player he's become. Really, maybe one of the most under-heralded players in recent Mizzou history. Now, don't get me wrong, he made first-team All-SEC, so somebody's noticing. I just think maybe Mizzou fans haven't been as appreciative of Drew Smith as they should be. He's been an excellent, excellent player, especially this year for the Tigers. Now, for the second straight game, Jeremiah Tillman had a bit of a quiet, offensive game and I think there's a reason for that and I want to get into what I think Missouri has gone gone away from a little bit but first got to tell you about our title sponsor rockauto.com and with the ever increasing number of makes and models out there hey have you heard of the Hyundai Palisade well I hadn't either until my wife was telling me hey there's a car I might be interested in well apparently there's a a never-ending amount of cars out there. Heck, Fisker is coming out with a new electric vehicle. So you know what? No matter what you're looking for, whether it's Fisker, whether it's Hyundai, no matter what it is, rockauto.com has you covered. And here's the best part. They're going to have the best prices you can possibly get. Yes, those big box chain front stores, they're never going to beat rockauto.com with prices. Because this family business has been serving auto parts customers for 20 years, and they know exactly what you want. So go to rockauto.com right now, see all the parts available for your vehicle, and write Locked On in their How Did You Hear About Us box so they know we sent you. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need, rockauto.com. And we all know confidence is important in life, right? Especially on the basketball court, but maybe even more so in the bedroom. Well, this episode is sponsored by Blue Chew, and Blue Chew is making waves and bringing more confidence 
to the bedroom. How about that? Well, Blue Chew is a unique online service that delivers the same active ingredients as Viagra and Cialis, but in chewable form and at a fraction of the cost. Now, you see these tablets combat all forms of ED and can help men gain extra confidence when it's time to perform. And again, Blue Chew is an online prescription service, so there's no visits to the doctor, no awkward conversations, and best of all, no waiting in line at the pharmacy. This product ships right to your door in a discreet package. So here's the thing. We've got a special deal for our listeners. Visit BlueChew.com for more details and safety information, first of all. But here's the thing. Try BlueChew free when you use our promo code Locked On at checkout. Just pay $5 shipping. That's BlueChew.com, promo code Locked On to receive your first month free. And we thank BlueChew for sponsoring the podcast. And betting on college basketball doesn't have to be a guessing game if you listen to the new Locked On Bets podcast hosted by your boy Q and handicapping expert Lee Sterling. You know what? Lee nailed BYU covering against Gonzaga the other day. And frankly, if you're listening to that show, you're making money. That's the best pitch I can give you. So follow the Locked On Bets podcast brought to you by betonline.ag wherever you get your podcasts. And you know, I have a theory that Xavier Pinson plays better when he wears his pink shoes or some some form of pink shoes. And well, he had the pink shoes back tonight and I thought Xavier Pinson played pretty darn well this evening. Let's hope those things are here for the rest of March. But I'll tell you, Pinson, while he was knocking down the threes, unfortunately the two-pointers were having a tough time going in, one of five inside the arc. But man, can he not get a call one time on these drives to the basket? It just seems like, for whatever reason, he never gets the benefit of the doubt lately. Am I the only one who's noticing that? But when it comes to Jeremiah Tillman and maybe his struggles offensively the last couple games, if it's if it's fair to call him struggles, and I think it probably is, definitely hasn't been up to his usual standards. But, you know, he's been surrounded in the post the last couple games, and Quite honestly, that makes a lot of sense. If you're going to give him the ball in the post, yeah, he's gotten a lot better at passing the ball out of double teams, but would you rather have him beasting you in the paint, getting shots at the rim, or would you rather have him kicking it out to occasionally suspect Missouri three-point shooting? I think that's a pretty obvious answer, and most teams have figured that out. What's confused me a little bit is I don't understand why Missouri has suddenly gone back to trying to force-feed, essentially, Tillman the ball in the low post. It seems like, again, we've have we not discuss, we've discussed this many times on this show, and it certainly seemed like Missouri had figured it out this season and the end of last season that actually the Missouri offense works better when Tillman is kind of on the move, when he's sort of getting the ball more in the flow of the offense and not being the absolute focal point of the offense. Let him set more high screens to me. Put him in that maybe that dunker spot on the baseline and just let him hang out for a while. Get some get some dump offs from Pinson on penetration, that kind of thing. But to me, just the hey, let's again running the entire offense, making Tillman the focal point. An early shot clock just doesn't make a lot of sense. Now, late shot clock, you want to throw it into him with eight seconds left. By all means, that's a good option. But I think. Again, it shouldn't be the first option. It should be more like a secondary thing. 
By the way, I thought it was low-key important to see Javon Pickett play 17 minutes last night, also contributed eight points as well. I thought he looked much more like himself. It looks like that ankle may finally be healing up a little bit. That's a big deal because quite honestly, you know, Mark Smith again last night played 21 minutes, scored four points, only took one three-pointer, had a couple nice drives, one on a fast break and transition. But you know, just since Mark is not really looking for his shot, I'm just going to have to assume he's still not the most confident offensive player in the world right now. So frankly, we're going to need Javon Pickett. It's a really low-key big deal that he's healthy again, it would appear, because he was pretty effective last night. Glad to see it. I was also rather happy to see Georgia double-teaming Mitchell Smith in the post in the first half. Now, there's a thing I'll never understand about college basketball. Why do guards automatically help down onto a postman regardless of their efficiency in said low post? That part blows my mind. I'm just so much... The overhelping sometimes in college basketball drives me nuts. Does anybody ever just trust themselves to actually play one-on-one defense, or do we have to help on every single thing? But regardless, hopefully I'm going to help you win a little bit of extra money, and actually I'm going to help give you about as close to a free lunch as you're going to get with my friends at betonline.ag. And, you know, Missouri playing Arkansas tonight in Nashville – I actually think it's a bit of an advantage that Missouri has already played one game here. Now, eventually, it's going to be a disadvantage, right? The fact that Missouri didn't get a double bye. They had to play an extra game if they're going to continue on in this tournament. But for just this particular spot, with Arkansas having not actually played a game in the Bridgestone Arena yet, well, them giving four points to Missouri, heck, I'll take the four points at betonline.ag all day. And you know what? If you've been waiting to sign up, well, you've got to go to betonline.ag right now. Sign up for your free account, and here's the best part. When you use the promo code Locked On, you'll receive a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Now, that's as close to a free lunch as you're going to get in this world. I can promise you that. So again, promo code Locked On for your 50% welcome bonus at BetOnline, your online sportsbook experts. And as you know, we've been telling you about Built Bar, the best tasting protein bar on the market for quite a while now at this point. Built Bar is the amazing, low calorie, low sugar, high protein, high fiber, amazing tasting protein bar with 100% chocolate in all their bars. Well, now it's time to find out which Built Bar is the best, and it is Built Bar Madness. Today's matchup. Cookies and cream versus churro puff. Yes, that's right. A churro flavored built bar. Now, I got to be honest. I'm going to lean more towards the cookies and cream on that one. Being the basic white man that I am. I can't say I've ever had a churro. And being a white man from the middle of the country in particular, churros are not exactly popping up all over the place. I'm sure my buddy Juan is extremely disappointed in me right now, but I'm just being honest, buddy. I'm sorry. So whether you agree with me or disagree with me, go to BuiltBar.com or on Twitter, you can at Built underscore Bar to, to let your voice be heard and vote on this extremely 
important matchup. So remember to use the promo code LOCKEDON20 to get 20% off your next order at BuiltBar.com. That is locked on 20 to get 20% off your next order at BuiltBar.com. And check back to see who won today's matchup and who will become the best tasting protein bar. And as a reminder, this year, the Locked On Podcast Network will be live on Selection Sunday, March 14th, reacting to who's in, who's out of the NCAA tournament. The Locked On Big Tens, Ben Stevens and Josh Neighbors host Selection Sunday Live with local experts from around Locked On College Network of podcasts. Follow Locked On Live on YouTube, Twitch, or Facebook today and watch our live selection so special on Sunday the 14th. Woo! All right. Man, they've got a lot of copy for me to read today, huh? Usually I get a break during this show, but no, we're just going to have to sweat it out and push through in this final segment here on Locked on Mizzou. But you know what? I do it for all of you, my loyal listeners. So let's talk about the end game a little bit for Missouri, where they held on to win despite some questionable tactics, in my opinion. In particular, Missouri up 66-65. I I didn't write down the time. There was maybe a couple minutes left in the game here. But Missouri is basically running out, is is running clock as if they have a 10 or 12 point lead at this point in the game. I didn't understand that at all. Drew Smith didn't really start initiating the offense until there was about 14 seconds left on the shot clock. But thankfully, that completely awful possession was bailed out by a foul. Georgia hacked Xavier Pinson on a three-pointer, and X made all three all three shots. Missouri extends the lead to four. I mean, that was a huge play in the ball game, obviously. But Missouri was completely bailed out there. You certainly can't give them any credit for running good offense. And then defensively, the last play of the game, Missouri led 73-70. to 70 with, gosh, maybe there was eight, nine seconds left. And I thought for sure that Missouri was going to foul in this situation. Now, that's the classic dilemma, right? Do you foul up three or not? Well, quite honestly, in this situation, I would have fouled. I certainly would have fouled instead of giving, frankly, P.J. Horn ended up getting a pretty good look at a three-pointer there. And he's a solid three-point shooter, shooting about 37% from downtown on nearly 120 attempts on the season. So this isn't a fluke. That that was a good shot for Georgia. To me, you've just, at the very least, you've got to switch everything and stick to that three-point line. You cannot give them that good of a shot at the very least. I would have probably fouled, honestly, before they even got the attempt off. That's just my opinion on giving yourself the best chance to win. Now, in terms of actual entertainment, I actually hate when teams foul when they're when they're up three. Obviously, it's more fun to see the kids actually get a shot at the three point tying the three point buzzer beater that type deal. But when it comes to actually winning the game, I hate to say it, you should probably foul in that situation. And it certainly would have been better than giving PJ Horn a pretty darn good look at the three pointer. Now, to be fair, if I'm remembering correctly, I do think Kobe Brown did close out on that shot pretty well, but still, it just I just remember it being a little bit too close for comfort 
Correct me if I'm wrong there, but you know what? I think that'll about do it for me. On this episode of Locked on Mizzou, I will certainly see you all after the Arkansas game tonight. Win, lose, or draw, hopefully Missouri can move on to the semifinals. So, until then, I'm John Miller, and this has been Locked on Mizzou. Mizzou.